is happening, everyone. Just another sports podcast. Greg Swatek, Josh Smith here with you. Colin McGuire is off skippering the boat to nowhere, so he is no longer with us. I'm not sure we'll ever see or hear from Colin ever, ever again. So, uh, Where do you even board that boat? I mean, do they have a – does it come to Baltimore? Can you get on the boat there? I know, I know, they, I know cruises uh, depart from it, Baltimore. It is a top-secret location. Oh, okay. So I'm not even sure I know it, so we'll, we'll have to – We'll have to like Morse code Colin one day and uh, and, and see if he responds and, and gives us the location. Yeah. So, but Colin is uh, aboard the boat, uh, throwing people overboard into shark infested waters. So, but we we do have a third uh, member of our team today. Uh, we'll be joined in just Hopefully. a few minutes by uh, FNP City Editor, our good buddy uh, Alan Etzler, who once masqueraded briefly as a as a sports editor uh, for us, uh, co- high school and college. sports reporter. Yeah. Yes, excuse me, sports reporter, uh, former high school and college baseball player, big sports fan. Uh, uh, we we both are are uh, great friends with Alan and love Alan, so we look forward to having him on and hearing his insights about uh, the world of sports uh, here. We'll do do some buy or sell. We have some good uh, headlines this week, and we'll, we'll lots of headlines. Yeah, seems like. we'll, we'll we'll throw uh, more people aboard Collins' uh, boat uh, too. So. Uh, the place I wanted to start, though, was uh, I guess the big news of the week was that Kareem Hunt uh, is back on a yeah. NFL roster, and uh, he's on uh, the NFL roster with with my Cleveland Browns. Uh, so it's yeah. it, 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 it's an interesting move uh, uh, to say the least. Uh, the the Browns are clearly uh, loading up for for a for a playoff push here. Uh, he's from Cleveland. Uh, the incident that he was. Uh, uh, suspended for happened in Cleveland. Uh, he's been in some other scrapes in Cleveland. So um, one, one of the top players, one of the top running backs, uh, certainly in the NFL. Um, uh, I'll, I'll give my take in a second, but what are your, what are your initial impressions Man. of Kareem Hunt being back on an NFL roster? Yeah, uh, well, he's all, he's on the exempt list still, so it's not like he's, you know... Still, still awaiting punishment. Right. Uh, he wouldn't be capable of participating in any mini camps or anything should they be happening now. But, uh, wow, I, I, my first impression is, holy crap, what a weapon for the Browns, considering what they already have there. If he ever plays. If he ever them. plays. Right. If he can get on the field with Baker Mayfield and with Nick Chubb, with Nick Chubb and Duke Johnson, that backfield alone is those three names. Great, great running. Backs. I'm, th- I'm thinking they might trade Duke Johnson. Okay. If, if Kareem Hunt, but but who but who knows? They they, they could keep them all. So. You know, and, and Landry is a nice receiver, and they had this rookie last year that came on last year. What was his name? Callaway or no? Antonio Callaway, and they yeah. have uh, Rashard Higgins, who's who's gotten much better over his two or three years in the league. So uh, a, a first round tight end in David Njoku. So they have some nice pieces on offense. Yeah. Uh, so to build around. yeah. So aside from um, and don't forget Brashard Perryman too. Uh, the, 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 the Ravens flame out. Yeah. can't drop a pass for the Browns. Uh, it, it seems. I'm not. So. Yeah. I'm not going to mention him in the same breath right. as some of these other guys. Uh, no. But my so my initial thought, without even discussing uh, his off the field problems, is boy, the rest of the AFC North ought to be a little scared with the potential of these Browns. Right, because the Steelers are going to lose Le'Veon Bell. They're going to lose Antonio Brown, who's now demanded to be uh, traded. And um, and now you see Steelers reports, uh, Steelers beat writers and stuff, or Steelers writers saying they should just take whatever they could get for Antonio Brown before his roster bonus kicks in in, in mid-March. So. so given all of that and given – the fact that we really don't think the Ravens are going to be able to repeat what they did last year and that Lamar Jackson is probably going to be 
somebody's going to figure him out or he's there's, if they haven't already there's right. going to be a solution to stopping Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are not going to be as strong this year are the Browns dare we say with this move <laughs> if Hunt can play it's, it's weird are they the favorite in the AFC North on February 13th uh, the favorite, I, w- I would probably say not the favorite, but but they're but they're right there with 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 anyone in in the in the division. I mean, you never want to put too much stock in the Browns because as yeah. soon as you do, that's that's when they disappoint you once again. I mean, they had that great year in two thousand seven where they went ten and six and ridiculously did not make the playoffs. Um, yeah, I mean, what, how many other times has it happened that a ten win team doesn't make it? Like I know the Patriots did the year that right. Castle played, and but. then they came into two thousand and eight with all these expectations. Derek Al. Uh, yeah. Uh, Derek uh, uh, Anderson was their, was their Pro Bowl alternate uh, quarterback, <laughs> and, and they promptly started three yeah. and three, and and and, and limped to like a five hundred uh, finish that year. So, so it's a weird position to be in because yes, everything, all signs are pointing up, but you also know that this is the Browns, and you want to proceed with some with some caution. So. A lot of people, and we could talk about this a lot too. A lot of people have an issue with him being back in the NFL uh, already. Uh, I mean, look, the guy, the guy shouldn't be punished for life. He made a huge mistake. He deserves whatever punishment comes his way, even if it's an indefinite suspension, even if he has to sit out the entire uh, 2019 season. Whatever hammer the NFL drops on him, Kareem Hunt deserves deserves that punishment. Uh, you can't spin it any other way. But at the same time, the guy shouldn't be punished for the rest of his life. He's 23 years old. Uh, guys like that make mistakes. He did a horrible thing. Um, there's no excuse for it. And um, and we'll see. I mean, I, I don't think it's a given he ever plays for the Browns. Number one, he has to not screw up again, which in the Browns are familiar with guys repeatedly screwing up, which makes it a curious signing because here they finally clean rid their roster of guys like Josh Gordon who, never, who could, they could never put their faith in. And they finally – got rid of all the clowns in their locker room and and now they they sort of invite this scrutiny by by signing Kareem Hunt. So And doesn't he have a couple of other pockmarks on his resume? He does. There is the video that surfaced through TMZ of him uh kicking and shoving the woman and then he's been in a couple other uh bar fights it, it sounds like too. So he's got like three things that he could technically be suspended for. So now will he get credit for time served because he missed like the last five, four or five games or so of the Chiefs season? Will he get credit? Will that count towards any suspension the NFL hands down? Is the NFL going to get his suspension right? I mean, when, I know when, that's uh, my big question. When, when they, what when, is it going to be? When, when they did this before, they gave Ray Rice a ridiculously lenient uh, two game suspension. So, so the NFL apparently they they said at the Super Bowl they haven't completed their investigation of Kareem Hunt yet. I I, I think some teams were sniffing around uh, about the possibility of signing him like the bears i heard uh, the, the chiefs were even considering bringing him back so i uh the browns gm john dorsey drafted kareem Hunt. he's got he's had a long time relationship with him he's from cleveland so 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 that there's that connection too maybe, maybe it's good that he's near people that he that he knows and and, and loves and stuff so it's an interesting move. <laughs> so what was your initial reaction when you got the news as a Browns fan? I, I was happy. I mean, because it, it helps the football team. And that's I, the point. That's and, and that's the distinction I want to make. Focus on. that, right. that's, that's, the, that's the distinction I want to make, too, is that when you – yes, when Kareem Hunt scores his first touchdown for the Browns, I'm going to cheer. Browns fans everywhere will cheer. A stadium full of people will cheer. 
we're, we're merely cheering a football player making a football play. We're not cheering. We're not supporting domestic violence. We're not cheering uh, abusing women or anything like that. We're not cheering. We're not telling you that Kareem Hunt's the greatest guy ever. We're, we're just cheering a great play for a football right. player. I, I mean, and that's that's important because we're uh, because so many people say, oh, how could you cheer for him or, or how how could you do this? This guy beats women or whatever. It's like, yes, we understand. He, he screwed up. He made a mistake. But that is separate from the football player. That is separate from Kareem Hunt, the foot, the guy yeah. on the field. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't ask fans to be put in that position of do I, gee, am I cheering uh, abuse of women if, if I cheer for this guy ma- exactly. making him play? So. And, you know, and, you know, this is what I'm going to bring up, and, and it's, this is the discussion that we had, I guess, right after this the signing occurred, and that was that I went through something similar to this as a fan when Adrian Peterson came back from his uh, year-long, essentially his year-long exile after the child abuse charges came about. And I had a decision I had to make as a fan about cheering for a guy who beat his kid with a switch. And I didn't want to, but the way I looked at it was I, I don't look to the NFL for examples of great morality. Uh, morality. I don't. It's right. an entertainment uh, you entity. A, you wrote a great column about and it. And I, I wrote ago. a column about it, and it still applies to this. I don't agree with what Adrian Peterson did. I hated what he did. My wife refused to watch any of the games, not that she was a fan anyway, but she refused from that point on to and, ever and, watch and, him play and let, and let it be said, if that's your stance, that's your stance if, if, if you right. can never root for Kareem Hunt because of what he did, I ex- that's fine. Right. I accept that. But don't hold it against me that right. I'm just cheering for him the action figure, the football player, uh, like like you that's, point out. That's what I. So, that's what yeah. they are. They are action figures, and you have to separate these guys. Um, I don't. I, you know, I don't take my social cues from you know right. NFL football players. I, you know, I, I have better standards than that. I look to them to uh, to excite me with their fantastic athletic ability, and that's merely it. And I and I. Uh, Reread your column, and you had a great line in there. If, if, if you're looking to NFL players for morality, then you're already sort of lost. Exactly. <laughs> because they're, they're not, they shouldn't be held up as an example of, of how you should live your life, or, or they shouldn't be any sort of moral compass for you. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, so there's, a, there's a clear separation. Now, people, there's a couple of different ways we can go with this. People said, oh, well, gee, uh, the NFL welcomes. <laughs> Uh, I'm laughing because that's this is your imp- this is your impression of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh well, <laughs> this is much like your like Colin's impression of every of everybody. Right. right? Exactly. <laughs> well, Colin Kaepernick just kneel- kneeled for the anthem and he's not welcome back. But this guy beat beat a woman and he's welcome back with open arms like months after it happened. Uh, well, how, why is this why is this allowed to happen? Well, Colin Kaepernick was affecting attendance. He was affecting ratings. He was affecting the NFL's bottom line uh, ultimately. Yeah. Like so so the owners aren't, aren't aren't going to aren't going to stand for that. And and Colin Kaepernick applied to the, the country as a whole. It's the national anthem. Vet, veterans of war, all that. His situation touched on all of that. With Kareem Hunt and these guys that do these dumb acts of, of violence. It's just an individual. It's a case by case. It's an individual basis. So it's not going to resonate like like the, like the national anthem did. So yes, I, I I see the point, and maybe it's kind of silly that that a guy like Hunt is welcomed back welcomed in before Colin Kaepernick. But <laughs> they're, they're two completely different issues uh, there. I, yeah, and and 
the Kaepernick is never coming back. It's it's yeah. He's out of the league now. He's out long. of the league. Yeah. He's he's nobody's ever bringing him back. I don't know that he's wants to come back. Um, and it's just amazing to me that that continue his name continues to be brought up in association with uh, with any player who does wrong and is you know, re-signed after that. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to be before people stop talking about him because he's he's not a part of the league. Right. You know? Yeah, it's like people want to even the social score almost by by putting him back in the back in the league somehow. And when whether you agree with his position or not, I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous he's not he 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 was not given a job considering some of the quarterbacks that have it. it is. But, but at the same time, you could disagree with his position of kneeling with with the, with the national anthem, which I always have. I I think there's a better way to make the point he was trying to make uh with leaving the national anthem out of it, but yeah, I mean, but you you can't you can't play the Colin Kaepernick card with with this Kareem Hunt um, a situation. Yeah, I'm really curious to see what this what his penalty is going to be after the NFL continu- completes its investigation because Roger Goodell has been notoriously awful at figuring out punishments for guys and getting it right. So you can almost guarantee he's not going to get it right. Um, yeah. I don't know what I don't know what the right punishment is though that's right. the question people also say hey ray rice lost his career uh, yeah. uh for for something similar but <laughs> the difference there again is that ray rice was close to a 30 year old running back yeah. at the end of his career his production was declining kareem hunt is 23 years old he's been in the league for a season and two-thirds and he's been arguably the best running back uh in, in the league in that season and two-thirds um and he's been he was the nfl rookie of the year so of course people are going to give uh are going to give him a second chance because he's got so much of his career ahead of him. Right. So, so again, that's that's where you draw a, a difference between uh, between Ray Rice and, and and Kareem Hunt. Ray Rice was at the end of the line, did something stupid, and paid for it. Kareem Hunt's going to pay for it, but he still has most of his career still in front of him. What so. was the contract? Is it like was it a short? term deal uh with with, with hunt. hunt uh he i think he's got i think he's got one year left on his original deal and that'll be a restricted free agent oh, okay. so 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 whether well, wait, the, whether he, wasn't he, up he cut the, he got cut so i don't think that deal oh yes correct they signed him to you're a right, new deal right. and yes, i want to say it was a one-year right. deal it was a one-year deal and then it'll be a restricted free agent yeah i heard after that so the browns will control him even after even if he doesn't play the, say he's suspended for the season the browns could match any offer for him um sh- should uh he hit uh free, should right. some other team want him in, in free agency the following year i saw a so. lot of headlines about how dorsey handled this well I, and i honestly didn't read a lot about it i didn't watch his press conference but what was your take on how the gm the browns gm handled this uh, i i think he i think he did as well as as, as well as he could he, he said we're trying to we're trying to uh get this player to turn his life around we're trying to rehab the person uh, we won't tolerate he he knows that any future incidents will be cut immediately it, 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 he knows it's a zero tolerance policy so i mean look the browns are going to take heat for doing this it, it's going to they are, it, yeah. it, 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 they should take some heat some of it's uh, uh, merited but in about a month from now no one <laughs> it, it'll it'll die down and then it'll just be about the business of playing football and whether Roger Goodell's punishment of Kareem Hunt was acceptable in 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 in, in, in the public's eye. Right. So. Um. So yeah. So that's that's the big news of the week in in my mind, and it generates lots of the discussion, lots of different opinions of, of the Kareem Hunt situation. So, uh, spring spring training is now underway. Uh, pitchers and catchers have, and catchers have reported for a number of teams now. 
Um, and, and still, you have tons of great uh, free agents out there. I mean, you still have this weird free agent market. Teams aren't still not in a rush to sign any of these guys. And if I'm Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, I'm starting to get a little anxious and, and wondering, hey, where am I even going to play this? But aren't season? there offers? There's offers on the table to them, right? Reportedly, reportedly, reportedly are. Um, I mean, who 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 knows for sure? I mean, there doesn't seem to be a lot of inside information about their yeah. about their negotiations. But I mean, Harper turned down in the fall ten years, three hundred million from the Nationals. I, I don't think there's many reported offers for him that have that have leaked or anything like that yeah. since. Machado reportedly has uh, two hundred fifty million dollars for seven years. Uh, or um, Let's see. It was. Was it? I don't think it was quite. It wasn't. Wasn't two hundred fifty. Was it? Um, and it was with the White Sox. Yeah, I, I think it was seven for two fifty. I, I, okay. I, the reports were for the White Sox. So, um, so still, these guys are they're being offered upwards of thirty million dollars a season. So, and and people are yelling collusion. This is a this is a concerted effort by major league owners to suppress salaries, but. Still, they're putting. That's a lot of money they're offering. If these these offers are true, then how could it be collusion if if, if these teams are offering these guys $30 million? Do we see one of these guys or both of them not playing at all this year? Could that happen? Could this be a Le'Veon Bell of the of the Major League Baseball? <laughs> you got you season? got you got to think that someone at the last could minute, you imagine one of them at the last minute is going to sign. So, but is it, you know is it going to be a rushed thing where they're just going to be like oh, I'm just going to take whatever deal I'm. You, know, you wonder why that hasn't happened already? Right. I mean, because the spring training is they, underway. Like they got they got to get they got to get ready. Right. They got to get ready to play themselves, and they got to get acclimated to their teammates, their new teams, their new cities. They might have to move. <laughs> and just imagine, you know, and it, that's that's all true. And then whatever team they sign with, just think about that. You're bringing when whenever you're bringing this guy in, whether it's the next in the next month or so, that's a major piece of your team that you're just suddenly dropping plunk, on dropping team, down yeah. in the middle of the of the spring training camp, and saying, "Okay, right. now Bryce Harper is our big star, guys. Let's you know, let's work him in here. Let's. I mean, that the whole thing is is." I never would have guessed this would happen. I remember when salaries started blowing up, like in the in the mid '90s, way back then, and um, it's people were, you know, the, the, you can't imagine this ever would have happened that players of this caliber at this age would still be available. And yeah. uh, no, very very few reports out there about what has actually been offered to them and what they may actually be considering and 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 who knows about that 250 for seven years for 250 for machado i mean that's just a report i mean that that's not the team no team has released that did you see recently that there was some he hinted at something on instagram with a photo that i want to say it was some sort of gift or something that he had gotten for his daughter or something to that effect and it was there was a white Sox logo on yeah, on, on this item, whatever it was, it's hard to trust any of that stuff though, because reportedly he followed the Yes Network or the Yankees. Oh, that's true. On, yeah. on, on Instagram, so there's all these little like cues and bat signals that people are looking <laughs> are, are looking for, but but none of it's none of it's panned out of so far. Yeah. The, only, the only really concrete offer anyone's put out there was the ten for three hundred from the Nationals to Harper that he turned yeah. down. It would probably jump all over. Didn't uh, we, if it was still on the table. Yeah, so. and didn't we talk about – we went around, I think, and talked about who we thought he would end up with. Didn't you say he was going back to the Nats? 
That is my. I still think you still think that's going to happen. I still think it'll wind up. The Nationals have kind of moved on. That's what. That's my. That was just what I was just going to say next. Is they've they've spent some of their money and they've they've got these young outfielders that are all ready to rock and roll and they're they've positioned themselves well to sort of take the next step without Harper. Right. I I don't know at this point that I see him going. I don't don't know if that offer's still on the table. He probably won't get. No way. He he wouldn't get three hundred million from the Nationals now, especially considering they've spent almost. 200 million on free agents exactly this offseason alone so uh, i i just like what are his choices though i mean do you want to play do you want to do you want to play for the phillies like a, a division rival yeah. of the of, of your only major league home so far do you want to go to the just some the random team like the giants or the padre yeah. the padres are like a few years away still so do you want to go to a team that isn't ready to contend so <laughs> I, I just wonder what his options are at this point and, what, and what's the best of those options. And it's amazing how many good reporters there are out there and how many yeah. inside the Buster Olneys, the Ken Rosenthal's, and there's not really not a lot of information out there about what these guys are being offered or, or what's really in play for them. So uh, that was actually one of my buy or sell questions. Okay. So, so let's get into that. Are you buying or selling that Machado and Harper will be on a major league roster by the time that spring training games start? So like another week in the next two weeks, We'll, well, we'll, we'll, we'll one of those guys be on a roster. You keep hearing all of these guys on the, in the media, these reporters, they, they keep saying, well, it's going to happen within the next week, or this should happen this week, or uh, as soon as this week, something. I, I'm not buying it. I, I will sell that idea. I don't think they're going to be – the spring training games will start. Um, uh, the games will start in Arizona, and they will not be signed. I'm going to sell, too, just because and, – and, and the example was brought up this week. The Jake Arrieta wasn't signed yeah. until, like, March last year until close to the season started. And he's a pretty high-profile pitcher. So so the Phillies didn't sign him until uh, March. And, and the Phillies happened to be one of the favorites to land Bryce Harper, too. So maybe they, maybe they pull for, for the second right. consecutive year. Maybe they pull uh, off a major um, uh, swing like that. Um, where 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 they're landing, where they're adding a major piece to their team um, at, at the last uh, minute there. So so I will sell the. I I, th- I think this is going to be a slow play with these guys, and it'll be closer to opening day before they're actually on a team. I will. I do believe before opening day they'll they'll okay. each be on a team though. I I'm wondering what's going on. Why is Adam Jones not signed? Yeah, you would think some team for a, for a minimal contract. Even the Orioles, yeah, uh, the Orioles seem disinclined uh, to do it. But I don't um, think it's. I don't. I just. I think they're they're done with with that uh, with him, not because he did anything wrong, but on, I think they're yeah. just ready to move on. Right. And and the the only the other part of that is that their their outfield prospects are their best prospects. So bringing him back into the fold would kind of um, yeah, it would have set to be some a, of those guys back it would have to a little be a utility bit. role where he would play yeah. like every fifth game or something and, like that. And I don't yeah. think he's ready to be a utility player. I think right. he is still an everyday player. And I've said it time and again over these last couple of months or few months really um, that he's a great clubhouse guy. He's still productive. He's uh, he's a great person from all accounts. He's no Kareem Hunt. I mean, this is a, this is a guy that would be good for your franchise. And he's probably not all that expensive. So, man, it's, you know what the hell is going on that somebody like him is not signed? A lot of guy, a lot of guys like a Mike yeah. Mustakas or, or one of those guys. Gio I mean, Gonzalez, a decent pitcher. Those guys pitcher. can't be that expensive. They're not talking like two hundred and three hundred million dollars a year like Harper and Machado are. So, so yeah, why aren't why aren't they on teams? I mean, they could, they could certainly help teams. Yeah. I mean, uh, the players' association is on record. They're they're very concerned about this movement to to suppress salaries and and yeah. and, and, and sort of strikes just, coming, man. And, and, and sort of not going for it. And I think the contract is up in two years. So yeah. so everyone ex- is now expecting a, another labor stoppage and a strike in uh, maybe before the twenty twenty one season. Yes. So 
Um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, buy or sell? The Orioles will finish with the worst record in the majors uh, this year. A repeat as the worst team in the majors. Uh, will they be the worst team in baseball? Ugh. I'm gonna say sell. I'm gonna say somehow these these kids that they have are gonna are gonna uh, make some progress. They're gonna be fired up at their opportunity, and they're gonna play. They're gonna overachieve. Now, that doesn't mean they're not gonna lose a lot a lot of games. But I don't think they'll have the worst record in the major. I don't either, I, because the expectations are so low. There's, there's yeah. absolutely no pressure on them to win anything. Yeah, that they could even finish with a worse record than last year. No, and their fan base won't really blink at that. And I'm, I'm, in, I'm excited about this season. I want right. to see what these kids have to do. And it's, it's actually kind of fun to go into a season as a fan, not caring if they don't win. You know, I, that just it's not going to bother me. I just want to see progress, and I want to see. Yeah. Um, who these kids are and what they bring to the table. And I'm excited about that. I'm with you. I, I, I think uh, that they will exceed expectations, whatever um, expectations are. I, they're low, obviously. I, I think they will exceed that. And, and they'll finish better than, than one, one of yeah. those horrible teams in the AL Central. And it doesn't mean they won't uh, come in last in the AL East. That's or, most certainly going to happen. Yeah, because they play in a loaded division. Yeah. But, um, but they, won't be the worst. they won't be the worst team in baseball, so I will sell that as well. So, uh, so James Harden's uh, streak has now reached 30 games, but but he's doing it in ridiculous fashion. I mean, in, in another just end of game situation, he's fran- he's he shouldn't even be in the game. He's frantically playing and scoring to try and hit his precious uh, 30 point yeah a game mark. I'm, I'm guessing Wilt Chamberlain probably wasn't doing that in, in games no. So so then. so it's clear like how much this stupid streak means yeah. to him because he's cause he's going for it in situations where he shouldn't even be in the game or taking shots or whatever so that's what we call greg a quote bad look right yes <laughs> right and you know what made me laugh in your uh, morality column mm. you, you had the phrase it's a bad look for the for, uh, uh, for the nfl i use so. the, use the <laughs> phrase i always make fun of you uh, right yes yes you said it was, it was a bad look for for the or for a team draft i, I forget the right. i, I, I don't want to screw up the context of what you said but you used you used it's, it's a bad look so <laughs> the optics um, the optics right. are bad uh, but meanwhile, you have uh, Paul George is playing extremely well for, yeah. for an Oklahoma City team that's better than uh, people think. Um, you have Giannis Adetokounmpo. Nice. Uh, I, nicely I done. That right. Uh, he's playing. The Bucks have the best record in, in, in the NBA right now. And when he didn't play the other day, they, they lost to the Orlando Magic. <laughs> so, I mean, are we buying or selling James Harden as the league uh, MVP this year? No, he got his, he got his MVP. I'm selling that. Give it this. Let's give it to the new guy. Let's give it to Giannis. I mean, I, it's it's got to be. And that's the thing about the NBA is every year stands on its own. Not that it other that doesn't happen everywhere else, but um, you know, there's there are new stars. There's so many stars in that league. I guess is my point. And each one of them, um, ha, you know, has a great season that lifts them up in in the public consciousness. And that's that's this is that season for for the Greek freak. I think. And I think he needs to be rewarded for that. Um, so I hope I hope they continue to win, and he takes them um, deeply into the playoffs, and, and he wins that MVP award. Harden got his, he did, and uh, you know they're not as competitive as they were last year. Now it remains to be seen how they're able to pull things together here down the stretch with with Chris Paul back and all of that. But no, he he got his. I, I think it's time to <laughs> to give it to somebody else. And, and that's the thing too, like like Harden, we're not taking away from his streak. Like thirty games yeah. of thirty points is. 
is clearly impressive. But the Rockets aren't even winning all of these games. They're, they're often losing exactly. a, a lot of these games. So when you're talking MVP, like if you took it away, what would it matter? They're, they're still not even winning these games. So Harden is the MVP. Like I, I define MVP closer to if you took this player off the team, what, what, what would the team be? Which I think is the true definition of the award rather than is this guy having the best season yeah. or is he the best player on his team or the best player in the league or whatever. So Hey, did you see last night that the Lakers lost to the Hawks? Yeah, well, well – Excellent segue, Josh, because that was going to be another. Oh, really? That was, was going to be another buy or sell. So. You know, what's great is we don't even talk about this stuff heading into right, it. So right. when we get a natural segue like that, right. it's like awesome. Yeah, the Lakers lost to the Hawks last night. They're now twenty-eight and twenty-nine uh, overall on the season. They have they have a team that LeBron clearly doesn't want to even play with because he was willing to trade the whole team for Anthony Davis. And uh, <laughs> well, I'll get to Anthony Davis uh, in the, in the headlines because there was that Anthony Davis related headline that cracked me up. Okay. So, but are we buying or selling the Los Angeles Lakers with LeBron James as a playoff team? Will they finish in the yes. top in the top eight in the West? Uh, yeah, I'm going to stand by. Look, I I said so, I think I agreed with somebody that Colin talked to very early before the season even started that they would be a top four seed in the, in the West. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna just go ahead and stick by that just because I said it. Um, so yes, I am buying that they will make the playoffs. I know they're not even 500, but it's LeBron. Uh, I somehow he will sprinkle magic dust over this cast of players they, and they're teammates not, that don't even now, like him. They're now chanting at LeBron's teammates. LeBron's <laughs> going to trade you <laughs> in these road games. So great! If you haven't heard that, definitely Google that. Or YouTube it because it's hilarious when these right. guys go to the free throw line and JaVale McGee's standing there trying to make a shot and the crowd is saying that to him. So, but, yeah, I, I think there is enough talent on that team. As long as he is able to stay healthy, he will get them to the playoffs. Okay. I will buy it too, but they're not going to be a, they're not going to be a top mm -hmm. four seed. Uh, they'll, they'll be a they'll be a lower seed in the West and they'll be they'll be lucky to win around yeah. uh, in the playoffs. They're they're going to run into like an OKC or a, or a Denver Nuggets or like a true team team, maybe even Golden State. <laughs> a true team team. Uh, uh, <laughs> right, not not a team where there's one player who doesn't like the coach or any of his teammates. <laughs> So they're going to run into a major opponent in the first round, and yeah. I, I think they'll be lucky to win a round as yeah. a lower seed in the Western Conference. So by, um, I want to be totally stunned if they missed, but um, I, I say they'll they'll get in and then probably lose in the first round. Ooh, so. gosh, this is just not. I, I don't see the end of LeBron's career here. If this is where it ends, I just don't see it ending well for these next few years. I, right, because because too they much gonna, needs to happen. Are they, are they going to be able to attract these superstars? Right. And like, what sort of chemistry does does LeBron even have with someone like Anthony Davis? Like, who knows if it'll even work? So, <laughs> speaking of the Pelicans, this will be one of my uh, headlines uh, as we transition into headlines. They lost to the Orlando Magic by thirty points last night, and and, and and after the game, Anthony Davis was quoted as saying, "Well, we no one wanted to play tonight. Well, 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 well gee, no one want <laughs> no one wants to play Anthony. You don't want to you don't want to play yeah. uh, for the franchise. Your whole team." Is is basically uh, expendable uh, apparently. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm not shocked that it wasn't maximum effort from the Pelicans in in a, in a 30 point loss to the to the. Uh, should or, he have or, just shut, should he have just shut it down? Should he have just said I'm not playing? No, because I think that's a disservice to the fans. Um, the people want to see him him play, and and the people who have supported him in New Orleans for five or six years now. They they deserve to see someone play, and and, and not just have a garbage team out there uh, for the rest of the season so 
Um, and what's he saving himself for yeah. too? So I mean, you can get hurt at any time. So no, I, I was against shutting him down entirely, but <laughs> but yeah, giving some effort might might might, might be nice uh, at some point uh, for the rest of the season. So it just gets disappointing to me that these guys don't want to play for the teams that drafted them and helped develop them and got them to this point. Right. Uh, and another one that you may be getting ready to mention is Antonio Brown. Like. Uh, you know, same thing. And he's asking for a trade out of Pittsburgh. Like, where are you? You want to be traded from the Pittsburgh Steelers of all organizations? Yeah. You're asking out of Pittsburgh? And they could trade you. They don't have to. There's no obligation to trade you to a contender. Uh, right. Too. They could trade you to the Buffalo Bills uh, if, they, if, they, exactly. if they like their offer. Or the Jacksonville Jaguars. If yeah, they he like has no offer. say. So he better be careful what he wishes for. Uh, I, I just, man, it's just it gets under my skin a little bit when these when these guys are so adamant about leaving the team that sort of you know develop them and pay them all this money these guys are making loads of money i mean brown's contract is huge like i think he's supposed to make 20 million dollars and, and now he's a 30 year old receiver too so so he's getting up there in years so how many years will he truly be the best receiver in yeah. the NFL uh, still. And, so. and how many Ben Roethlisbergers are there in the league? Right. Uh, you know, You're playing with a Hall of Fame quarterback. The guy so. has developed his chemistry with this with this receiver over all of these years, and he can – Man, you're going to throw yourself into another situation with God knows who is your quarterback. Good, good luck, Antonio Brown. I, right. You know, I, yeah. I know I jumped subjects there, but no, it's okay. Well, speaking of trades, uh, Joe Flacco was traded yes. uh, to, to the uh, Denver Broncos for for what I believe will be a mid round pick, according to to report. So I think it's a great move for the Broncos. Uh, you're you're upgrading your quarterback situation. Well, it's still not ideal. You still yeah. like a young rookie in there with, with some promise, but you're you're upgrading over Case Keenum, I would say. <laughs> I guess I, I he's a totally Man. different kind of quarterback right. than Case Keenum is right. Um, but Keenum's a serviceable quarterback. He's he not, is maybe he's not, maybe not what even Kirk Cousins is, but he's a serviceable quarterback. Flacco is not what yeah. he was in his prime, but to me, he's still a service. I mean, Ravens fans were screaming for him at halftime of their <laughs> playoff loss to the Chargers. So what? Okay, here's my question about the Broncos. Um, when is when is it? When are people going to start wondering about John Elway's quarterback eye? Yeah, I mean, he was a genius executive when Peyton Manning was his quarterback, right. and, and he, he hasn't been as soon as Peyton yeah. retired. I mean, so. so they got to the playoffs the year before Peyton got there with Tim Tebow of all quarterbacks. Right, and they won, and they won a game. And then Manning came in and worked his magic, and really they should have made it to more than two Super Bowls that they got to. The year that they lost to the, to the Ravens, Ravens they, right. They that was ridiculous. That right. was, that was uh, you know, the ridiculous their year J- as Jacoby well. Jones uh, yeah. catch that kept the Ravens alive. But yeah. since then, he's had – you know, uh, he's had success with the lesser Peyton Manning because he had a great defense and they won that Super Bowl. But they had Brock Osweiler, who really didn't, you know, he didn't sound like he developed that that guy into a, a, a starting caliber quarterback. And he went and got paid by the Texans, I guess. But he really wasn't deserving of that. Paxton Lynch, they drafted. He he's a he's a bust. Case Keenum goes there after having a career year and takes a step back. And, and he was, he, but he was pretty much Case Keenum. I mean, he, he was some, he wanted some games. And he he lost them some games. And so. I and I you know and I don't mean to say like Elway's not coaching these guys. Right. I I understand that. Right. But he's picking them. He's signing them. He's putting them in charge of their, you know, this the franchise um, on the field. So I'm starting to wonder about Elway uh, and his and really his ability to 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 pick, produce the quarterback, to produce the right. quarterback that can get and, his and, team. In fairness, they haven't had a super 
Well, I, I guess they've traded high into the draft, but they haven't had their pick of the top You're quarterback right. yet. Yeah, so, because they've never had like a really they've bad had, they've year. had like the number they've never had like the number one or yeah. two pick. They've always been dependent on either another team not taking a quarterback or they they've never just had their pick. It's not like the Browns who could have taken any right. quarterback last year. Um so so if he had that pick, but see, you also have to line it up with being the right year. Like this quarterback class isn't isn't really all that great. Yeah, <laughs> like like I think Dwayne Haskins, the Ohio State quarterback, formerly of uh, of uh, uh, Henry count- A. Wise, was uh, it Wise or was it good I think, counsel? I think it went to Wise and then transferred uh, to a private school. But he's from Prince George's County, right? So um, he's he's from what I've heard, the consensus number one quarterback. You also have Kyler Murray, uh, who who people are intrigued by, and will and will. You and I both agree will be uh, certainly a top ten pick. I mean, with, with the number slam of, dunk. Well, yes, I, I would agree with you on that. Uh, with the number of quarterback needy teams, and with teams that see how young quarterbacks could really transform their franchise, Murray Murray yes. is going to be taken in the top. Forget the top, how forget how short right. he is. Forget it. Right. It doesn't it doesn't matter if he's like five seven. Someone someone will take a chance on him. Rel- relatively high in the draft. Right. So. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think that's fair. And um, what can we expect out of Flacco in Denver? I think it'll be Joe Flacco. If if you give him time, he'll 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 make make some nice passes for you and, and win you some games. <laughs> who's the Who's the coordinator there? Well, um, it's it's a coaching change, so right. uh, so I'm not exactly sure how the rest of their staff is shaken out. I would I would have to look it up because so. he's always been one of those guys who, if he has the right coordinator with him, he thrives. Um, so that's going to be, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be Joe Flacco, but, um, if he can minimize his mistakes and stuff because of scheme, uh, he needs a good offensive line. Like yeah. when he didn't have a good offensive line with the Ravens, he really struggled when, when he had time. He, he, he's a good, uh, above average quarterback the th- in, yeah. in the league. The thing so. that, that you need to be worried about with him though, is his health because he is older and he's had a history now of injuries. He tore his ACL one year. He said he's back problems. I don't remember what the problem was. Was this year it was like a hip or something. I, I don't know. I'm sure your brother will correct me if I'm wrong there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's the other thing that you need to consider with him is the fact that he may be coming brittle almost as, uh, as he gets older. So, right. Uh, the Alliance of American Football uh, debuted uh, this past week. I did not catch any of it. From what I've heard, it, it, the football wasn't bad. Um, it, uh, f- from what I've heard, people sort of liked what they were watching. Um, it's it's minor league football, but but for what it was, and and now that we're in the off season where where there is no football, I, I think it could be pretty well received. So, and the, and the XFL, I guess, will start. Yeah, uh, next year at some point, what, or 2020. Yeah. So. When's the last time we had a spring football league, a spring pro football league? Was it? Uh, didn't maybe there was one recently that was really small that was supposed to be like a developmental NFL league. The XFL is, was one of the more recent ones. I mean, there's not right. a lot. There's, there's not a lot of people that have really tried. Here's what I think about this league, and maybe even the XFL. I think it's going to be successful because of social media. Um, you're going to see clips. You're going to see people talking about it. There's going to be on some of these, especially in some of these months where it's kind of the winter low of the sports season almost a sports calendar this gives people i know it's supposed to be a spring league but it is still winter time this gives people something new something you know exciting and different uh there are some new there is some cool different differences to this to this league i think they have some differences with their review policies um i think they can did you read any of the stories that sort of tell tell you about the league and what 
you can expect when you watch it. Like, I, I, I've, no, I, I haven't paid much attention. There was, to a, there was, a, I think honestly. there's another rule that you can't, you can only blitz one person at a time. So you can only rush five at once um, because, and the reason why they did that was because these teams have only been together for a short period of time and the offensive line's ability to, uh, you know, uh, work together and the cohesiveness is not there yet because it's such a new league and these teams are so new. So they didn't want to, they didn't want to be able to open it up and have these defensive coordinators throwing these like Rex Ryan blitzes at these young, you know, inexperienced quarterbacks. Right. So they're doing, they're doing things intelligently. Which is refreshing. And one of the smartest things that I think they've done is they've formed sort of a partnership with the NFL. They're not beating their chest saying, oh, we're here to take down the NFL. There's, there's, my, there's my other person voice again. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> oh, we're going to take hey, down look the at NFL. Us. Hey, yeah, hey. Right, yeah. No, they've, they've, they said, look, we, we want to carve out our own little uh, niche here. So, or niche, niche. Ho- niche, however you say it. Um, and, and they have games airing on the NFL network, which has, which has a huge reach and, 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 and will really help. So, so they sort of partnered yeah. with the way in the NFL, uh, to sort of help out a little bit. There, so. there aren't very many big names. I, I want to say the biggest names in the league are the coaches. I think we've even talked about that before. So it's going to take a little while for some of these guys to be, co- but, but there'll be guys that grow help their careers. Yeah. They'll, 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 they'll play really well in this league and some NFL team will end up signing them. I, I think there's no doubt that will happen. So, so I did turn it on. I had some family over on Saturday. I ended up turning it on for a really brief uh, five, 10 minute period. Uh, and I wasn't, I didn't see anything exciting, but I read a lot about it and I think it was well received. And I think it's, like I said, social media is really going to help it because people are going to be talking about it. It's going to drive conversation about it, which is great for advertising, which is great for um, just everything, you know, uh, in terms of uh, notoriety with the league. So I, and and the fact that they have a big head start over the NF, over the XFL, I I think is big too. Cause now people look at the XFL saying, what do we really need another league like this? What, what is this? (laughs) How how is it different? How about what if those two leagues merged? that, That could be cool. Right. We'll see what happens with the. But then NFL. you have Vince McMahon, who would be more of the mindset of, "Oh, we're going to take on the NFL or whatever." Yeah. Or, or he the, would want to be in charge. Screw of the NFL. So um, yeah. So uh, we we might we might Vince McMahon might come up later in the later in the oh, podcast. Okay. All right. So I uh, hear so. Well, I hear Colin's boat firing up. Oh, so, okay. Uh, so it is time. Um, who are we uh, throwing on the boat this week? Uh, well, you know me. I I, uh, I do keep my eye out on the the pop culture scene and. Uh, oh, yeah. the I watched gra- the, the Grammys. The, the Grammys, yes. I watched the Grammys. I don't have a lot of commentary about what I saw at the Grammys because, well, I really, I just really wasn't blown away by much of anything. But I was surprised that Miley Cyrus is still somehow a, a big enough celebrity that she rates to get on the Grammys. Still, she performed, I, or she, she performed yeah. more than once, and <laughs> I don't think she has talent. I think she's. I can't stand her voice. Uh, I know she's, you know, obviously incredibly famous. But if she wasn't going the for the over the top sex appeal, and she like, wasn't, no, but but would she? Even, how popular would she be if she wasn't doing that? Like at the VMAs. Well, she was a child. No, you forget she was a child star on like whatever. Yeah, and, one of those. and she had fam- famous famous dad and right. everything. So I, I just I want her to go away. Uh, I don't particularly care for her voice. So take your talents to the to the boat. You can sing in Colin, You can sing in Colin's lounge. On, Colin on, will play on, the drums. On the boat. <laughs> you can <laughs> right. you can be the lead singer in Colin's new band. That'll be single motorcycle. Single single motorcycle. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I, I I I'm 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 done with Miley Cyrus. I was never a fan of hers to begin with. So get her on the boat. She can provide some entertainment. And I had one other 
one other thing that I wanted to mention, and I think it was something that I had texted you earlier. It was uh, that Nike, so these are some developers at Nike I'm going to put on the boat. Because Nike has come up with something called the Nike Adapt BB. And I'm going to read this directly from what was an Associated Press story. A self-lacing smart shoe that can be controlled by a smartphone gets released to the public on Sunday. It has a motor embedded within the shoe, a hefty $350 price tag, and wearers will need to give them some time on a wireless charging pad every couple of weeks or so. Is this what we've come to We're too lazy as a to tie, people? We're, we're too lazy to tie our shoes That now. we can't bend over or sit down and prop our feet up and tie our damn shoes? Pretty soon we're not going to have to leave our own couches. I mean, groceries could be delivered right to you. Now shoes can be tied for you. I mean, what what are we what are we going to be doing uh, ten years from now when when all this technology exists? I I I don't know. I'm I'm perplexed at uh, well, yeah, why, why we why, need why that. We, exactly why why do we need other this? than other than the fact that these Nike developers are trying to prove to everyone how smart and amazing they are. So get your butts on the boat, boys, and. Take your shoe development tie, tie team everyone's out to flip, sea. Tie everyone's flip flops on on, on the boat. <laughs> so, so, so. so I don't have anybody. I don't have any sports All figures right. this week. It was just those two. I'm throwing James Harden on the boat. The beard. All right. The beard is going on the boat. When you're desperately jacking up shots to hit your precious thirty point mark, uh, you're you've jumped the shark, crossed the line, whatever you want to call it. So. So James Harden, yeah. if he wasn't on the boat already, which I don't think he I don't was. Think he is. Um, There's a lot of NBA superstars on that boat, but he's not right. there and yet. Plus, he declared himself the greatest offensive player ever earlier in the season, which was an eye-rolling moment. So, so James Harden, you could you could score all the points you want and jack up all the jumpers you want on on Collins' boat. So you know, there's a half court uh, on that boat. Yeah, somewhere. So, somewhere. Yeah. On, on one of the decks on on, on this luxurious uh, ship to nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so James Harden get on there. I'm also throwing Vince McMahon on. There. Oh, really? So, they've, they've what caught, did he do? They've caught they've caught fire with this with this star Becky Becky Lynch, one of their female stars. Is, is absolutely um, Alan, WWE. You're talking D- about. WWE. Yes, Vince McMahon. Uh, Alan Allen could back me up on this, and I wish he Who, was here. Allen never showed up. He right, thank, totally thanks. blew us off. Thanks, I'm Alan. putting Allen's butt on the boat too. Well, we can't do that oh, yet. Okay, but uh, I'm, jump, uh, I'm jumping the gun yeah, here because we bit. might we might need him in the future. All so right. let's not throw him on I'll the boat off. yet. So, uh, but they finally caught fire with this star Becky Lynch. She's she's been on a great run. Uh, she won the Women's Royal Rumble, and they were going to put her in a one-on-one match with Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. It's what everyone wants to see. It's the match that everyone's been clamoring for for months now. But now they're doing this weird storyline where Becky Lynch is suspended. She won't be at WrestleMania. And now they're putting Ric Flair's daughter, Charlotte, in the match against Rousey and not giving the fans what they want, which is, Be- oh, which is Becky no. Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. you got to give what the, fan, the fans right, what they so want. They're, so they're not doing it. So uh, Vince McMahon, and this is, this is not the first time this has happened. There, there, have been, uh, there have been other examples where fans want something and, and it's just make the match, make it happen, and, and they're not doing it. So Vince McMahon... And and for being late with the XFL, the whole the whole thing, Vince McMahon goes on the boat. All right, and he, he could throw his own he could start his own wrestling promotion with all these freaks on the boat. I'm sure so, Floyd Mayweather would probably want to join. join yeah, him. right. He was he was involved he, he was, he, with he, wrestling. He, he, he's been at WrestleMania before. I right. think he wrestled the Big Show, or there was some match yeah. with the Big Show before. So. Yeah. So Alan's even more of a wrestling nerd than I am. So so he, he really so he, is. he would really back me up on this. But Vince, you're, you're going on the boat this week. So all right. All right, seen or to be seen? What you got? Uh, I got a couple. Uh, one, <laughs> one of them is a was a, is a scene that I didn't even see. Uh, it was 
a UFC event. I didn't get to watch it. It was, uh, I think, um, Saturday night. Did Fedor lose in 40 seconds again? No, it wasn't. I, I know I always bring up these guys. It's another aging MMA star, Anderson Silva, who fought oh, yes. a young up-and-coming uh, unbeaten UFC middleweight star. And I thought when they made this match that <laughs> that this was going to be the, the end for Anderson Silva, which, honestly, I thought the end had already come for him. He hadn't fought in two years. So he fights this kid three rounds, loses a unanimous decision, but he acquitted himself well. He had some moments in the fight. He is probably going to get some other uh, some other looks, you know, at some quote unquote super fights. You know, he's still a big name. So uh, I always man when he was in his prime. I think you know better than some. I used to be a huge fan of his he was one of the most exciting athletes i have ever seen i get i get to watch him in person i saw him at ufc 101 i think it was in philadelphia well just his whole style too where yeah. he like dare guys to hit him and stuff yeah. like that it eventually so. caught up with him but um for a, a good chunk of time there like 10 years he was like one of my favorite athletes he was one of my like he was like i can't miss like if there was a pay-per-view that he was on i was paying for it so I kind of wanted to see him be done. He, you know, he had lost several fights and then he came back and I thought he was going to get destroyed by this, this kid. And he did well. So good for him. I wanted to, I wanted to mention him. Um, and the other thing I, the other thing I saw, which was, which was hilarious. And, and the noise, the, the, the noise of my son cackling is really one of the best noises in my life. And I was, I was scrolling online the other night and on my screen appeared an old clip of Beavis and Butthead with was a Cornholio episode. Yep, I am the great Cornholio. I am, I am Cornholio. And I had I had to, I watched it just to make sure it wasn't no too inoffensive, too offensive, or too inappropriate. Yeah, LJ is what eight now. He's eight. Yeah. And so after I watched this five minute video, I called him in and replayed it for him, and you should have heard him laughing. It was golden. He loved it. Um, How old will LJ have to be before, so, he, before he actually starts watching Beavis and Butthead episodes? Um, well, I think it came out when I was, I want to say, 13. So, And it was somewhat inappropriate for a 13-year-old. but Maybe a, lot, a little bit, yeah. Maybe a little bit, but that is that is who it was geared towards. So, I mean, when I was in, I was in middle school, I think eighth grade, when Beavis and Butthead yeah, first started and was taking was off. And, and all of my – all my uh, – classmates and stuff loved watching it yeah. so we're eighth graders watching this show and eighth grade is what 14 yeah it's, it's around that it's not it's around yeah. that age it was 14 I, 15 somewhere around yeah there, you're 16. not i think you're 13 years old and okay then eighth grade 13 or 14 yeah so i was right, right around that age i i can see myself letting if letting him watch full episodes of it if he wants to when he's a teenager if he's interested because but there's going to be 10 billion other things competing right. for his time and attention when he's that age true so um but anyway it was a little little uh slice of heaven there to show my son cornholio and have him cackling there's a good picture on your instagram yeah. uh, account too <laughs> so all right i'll go to be seen I, I always love nba all-star weekend it's probably my favorite all it's probably my favorite of the all-star games i i, I love the, the the slam dunk contest isn't what it was there's three-point shootout isn't what it was uh, back when Craig Hodges was was winning, Craig uh, Hodges for, for the Bulls. Remember the year that he he came in, he wasn't even in the league, and they let him defend his title. Yeah, and he right. wore a white white jersey and white pants. I don't yeah. know if he, he, won. he right. He won it like three or four years yeah. in a row. When he, I was a Bulls Craig fan because of Michael Hodges. Jordan, and, and, and Hodges played for the Bulls, so I naturally yes. liked him because he was a Bull. Yes, 
Uh, I always so I I I still like the All Star Saturday night. Uh, the the game is sort of no look. No one's playing defense. Everyone understands it. But still, for as far as star power goes, I, I think it's the best All Star game yeah. that you're gonna get. And and it's it's fun to watch on some level. So so yeah. I always enjoy NBA you know All Star weekend. You know what's funny about it is that every year it seems like they keep saying like oh. There's my voice. There's my. I'm doing my my, my impression. Is that, is that your voice? The people. Oh oh, the, the NBA, people's voice. Right. The NBA All Star oh, weekend. Kareem slam, Hunt. The slam, Why, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. He's not in the league. The slam dunk championships is is, is old hat. That's uh, it's no it's no fun anymore. Guy, what else can they do? This guy abused women and he's back in the league. <laughs> so people always say that it's it's worn out. Yeah. But. They, I think I don't. I think that's incorrect. I will still tune in on All Star Saturday night to watch the Slam Dunk Championship just to see what happens. You never know. You might be blown and, away. And by sometimes, sometimes new. they're total duds. But but you yeah, don't, you don't know that going in. So um, yeah, I, I I and then it exposes you to some of these lesser known guys because you you know, you're normally not getting right. who, knew, who, knew, who knew who knew Zach Levine and right. Who, uh, Zach Levine isn't a name and he's won two Slam Dunk exactly. Contests, so you so. see, you get to you get exposed to some of these new guys and uh, younger younger players and ex- they're exciting and. Uh, you might see something new. You still might see right, something and, new. And in the baseball all-star game, someone might be having a really good year, and you're like, hey, who's that guy for yeah. the Diamondbacks? Or the, you, you don't know these guys. In the NBA, you pretty much – they're all yes. well-known names that are in the game. And that are in the game. Uh, right. I mean, uh, granted, it's a lesser number of players in the game than, a, than an all-star baseball game where you have – where every team gets a rep, I think. Yeah. And, and you have just more positions. But uh, – but still, like it, as far as star power and just, I mean, and some of the offense is fun to watch too, even though there there yeah. absolutely is no defense. So, so I enjoy the NBA All Star Game, and, and that's this weekend. So I look forward to that. Very so, good. Uh, anything else that we did we miss anything? Or I, uh, too bad yeah. Allen didn't uh, I know. make it in. He, I missed. Yeah, he, uh, he had a he had an interview that he had to do that was uh, that that interfered. Yeah, so. I thought maybe we would talk a little more about Kyler Murray, but um, we maybe stretching it a little too long here no, but, did, uh, you, did you have a point you wanted to make no or? i just um uh I, we did talk about where we think he's going to be drafted he'll be a top 10 pick yeah. <clears throat> right and um i will say this i think he made the right decision oh and, ba- baseball versus football yeah. right yeah so uh when we and we texted about this briefly um you know the amount of money that he can make as a quarterback as a first round quarterback and he and that is what he's going to be is something that he can't turn down and from what we understand, football is his first love. So, um, also make a faster impact in football he will. than he will in baseball. Where he'll be at least a season or two in the minor league. Yeah. Like he's not a Bryce Harper type talent where he's like going to skip levels yeah. of of the minor leagues. So, so I think he made the right choice. I think he is an incredibly fun player to watch, and he has the potential to be something that we've never sort of seen before. You know, so I'm excited that he picked football. Um, because we're going to get to see him play immediately as whereas baseball, we'd be wondering, okay, when's Kyler Murray going to in a couple of years from now, when's he going to make his major league debut? So, um, so good for him. And, and not only that, but like playing football in the NFL and look, I'm on the record of saying, I won't, I don't, I don't want my kid playing football, but uh, he's this kid here, this kid, he's this little guy. He's a quarterback. It's never been, you know, playing, playing that position has really never been safer if you think about it in a lot of ways. So he is a little guy. He does run uh, when things break down, and he could be exposed to some contact that, you know, he could end up getting hurt. But um, by and large, it's, you know, it's a, it was, you know, it's a pretty safe, it's a pretty safe position to play in the NFL these days. So, um, and he's got a lot of the attributes. I mean, he's incredibly accurate, just as accurate as he is, even, even maybe more so than Baker Mayfield, who's incredibly accurate. So, yeah. Um, and, 
he's he's got he, I think he's a passer that can move rather than a mover that is trying to learn how to pass like a Lamar exactly. Jackson. Exactly. So. You're you're right on there. And I think I'm it's weird for me in a lot of respects with some of these guys. I'm becoming a different sort of fan, especially with the NFL where I I get excited to watch these individual players probably more so than I have since uh, in my adult life. I think when I was a kid, I remember I used to love watching, you know, I was a Vikings fan very, you know, very early, but I used to love watching, um, you know, like Michael Irvin play wide receiver. I used to love watching Thurman Thomas play running back. Um, you know, and then as I got older and as a fan, I just, I just rooted for my team and I wanted them to do well. And I didn't, I didn't have uh, my eye on these other guys. And now it's really kind of weird. Cause you know, I'm much, I'm older now. I'm older than these kids than these guys are. I'm way older than these kids are. As they're I always remember that was weird. Yeah. Well, like as I was getting older, I'm like, man, I'm 27 now. And right. And these, and some of these star players are younger than me. It was always a weird feeling to think that I was older yeah. than some of these star players. <laughs> so there's these new guys coming into the league. that are just, I'm just thrilled to watch them play. And I'm, I'm ready to root for somebody like Kyler Murray. So, I mean, Wherever he goes, I think he's somebody that I'm gonna I'm gonna root for. Yeah, well, we hope it is not just Josh and I uh, on on this podcast uh, over the coming weeks. We do we are reaching yes. out to some guests. We hope to have Adam Kilgore, uh, who we both shouted out last week for his great Super Bowl coverage and a fantastic writer for the Washington Post. Hope to have him on in the next week or two. And uh, we're also reaching out to other guests. You'll you'll hear voices like Allen's on, on on the podcast eventually. We hope some of our other sports writers, Joe Ferraro, John yes. Ken, will have on too. So it's not just gonna be. Uh, Josh and I the rest of the way. But as always, we thank you for tuning in. And this has been just another sports podcast.